Somebody gotta do it. Ay, ay. They say y'all that Maggo rapper ain't no capo Bible dumping every chapter. Bought a maga chain and bought a AR for the chain. Snatches a fit in everybody. Ay. Like it was my hobby. And they hate me cause I drive them crazy. Call me Ricky Bobby. There ain't no such thing as trans. You can't change genders. Are you crazy? You can cut your penis off. But you still can't have no baby. You can take testosterone pills. But you still can't produce semen. Welcome to gender studies class. That y'all are taking for no reason. Seeing y'all kids in college just for them to be indoctrinated, then they come out that way. I probably smoke more Parmesan cheese than anyone, <laughs> anyone that you know, I'm sure, Tracy. In particular, I'm thinking of uh, the Event 201, Agenda 2030, uh, SPARS, the most recent one, SPARS 2025 to 2028, um, Operation Lockstep, um, Operation Crimson Contagion, and there might be one one or two more, if I'm remembering correctly. But um, these are often cited in reference to the way that the uh, international community governments um, have handled the, the COVID outbreak. You can't see it, but I have air quotes going when I say outbreak. Um, by the way, just on a side note to this whole thing, um, I did do some research and found um, the Harvard... 2010 study on the VAERS, the yeah. Vaccine Adverse Effects Research or Reporting um, website that is actually part of the CDC website. And um, in that particular study that they did from Harvard, they discovered that 1% of people actually report to VAERS. And to date, there are about 4,000 now deaths as a result of the vaccine. For, for the COVID um, that have been reported. So if you do, if you understand that only 1% of those people are actually reporting, um, there's going to be half a million people dead in a year uh, versus the 480,000 that have died from COVID. Go try it out. Try it out. Out. Putin! Putin! Oh, you heard that? I'm curious if it's going to pick up our voices. Where? On this recording right now. Stay woke. Stay woke. Let's go. All right, I'm recording, so let's see here. Thanks, Obama. This is the seventh of September, 2021. Good Time Nation, you know what time it is. This is the Good Time Culture Podcast. When we are broadcasting proudly out of a secret 
Strawberry Patch location in the Mighty Mighty OX. You might see the blue lights sparkling from the Mighty Control center of this show. And that the control is? This is Hollywood over here. Hollywood. And I am OG Mutt Dog. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back on another Wednesday action pack adventure. Jeez, calm down, Darla. Uh, and remember, I always get a nice biscuit for my birthday. <laughs> now, as your father probably told you, my name is Matt Foley. And I am a motivational speaker. Now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old. I am divorced. And I live in a van down by the river. You kids are probably saying to yourselves, hey, I'm going to go out and I'm going to get the world by the tail and wrap it around and pull it down and put it in my pocket. Well, I'm here to tell you that you're probably going to find out as you go out there that you're not going to amount to jack squats. Eating a steady diet of government uh, cheese and living in a van down by the river. Yeah, everybody remember that. No, Don't I'm special. Everybody uh, seems like everybody wants uh, seventy five thousand dollars starting out now. Starting off, yeah. I got a college degree. I want seventy five. Know anything? You kidding me? I went to school for four years. I showed you I can complete projects. It's crazy out there that. You can't, um, people can't find help. They, uh, when they do, I think, uh, I, I was talking to someone this week and it sounded just the same as everywhere else that I hear is for every two people you hire, you're lucky if you keep one. I, I'm the nonchalant of the young people's attitude towards work. I, uh, I have a, a daughter that works at a grocery store in. On the weekends, especially on holiday weekends, all these kids without any, you know, they don't care. They'll call in sick. And, and so they're scheduled, but they are like, yeah, because it's a holiday. You know, their, their family's at home, their, their, their cousins showed up and they just like, you know, they, they're not paying rent. They're not paying bills. They don't have any sense of like either loyalty or responsibility. You know, you, I don't know about you, but I, I worked in many restaurants and, and, Mm -hmm. um, and retail stores, and unfortunately, like when I worked in the auto part industry, Thanksgiving, believe it or not, was like their biggest day. It's, <laughs> it, 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 I mean, I've heard stores make, back in the 90s, early 90s, you're talking about stores making $15,000 in one day, which was very good because you have all these people coming over your house, like an uncle or a friend, a cousin that's really good with cars, and while everyone's cooking or whatever, so everybody starts tinkering. Believe it or not, I didn't believe it. Yeah. But heck, yeah. When what was? <clears throat> when did you start working? How young were you? 
Well, my first official official job where I used my social security card and all that mm-hmm. was about yeah. 16 years old. Even before that, did you have any Well, you any know, kind you, of would side? Help, you would go help out like at an uncle's paint and sure. body shop. Nice. Or yeah. again, like my story that when I, I, for some reason, my dad always, I never liked to hear his lectures <laughs> about money. So I would rather go get the lawnmower, go cut grass yeah. and earn a couple dollars instead of hearing my dad's lectures. Cause man, dude, to get him to buy you something, it was, it was. Yeah, if you ask for money, you would get a lecture for oh, fifteen minutes, goodness, just for five bucks. I rather go sweat three hours cutting someone's grass for three bucks. You know. I remember I bagged ice at my grandma's. She actually owned a little mini mart for a while. Uh, it was a gas station and a mini mart in a small town there up in Oregon, and I bagged ice, and then I would like. Uh, do some stuff around the, but I was, geez, I bet you I was 13. Oh, maybe 14, something like that. Yeah. Pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. I remember as a young man going to my grandfather about five, six years old and doing my best at that age, trying to help out the grandfather, slop the pigs. He had a pig farm. So you'd go out there. I remember the first time <laughs> grabbing on to, uh, when we're actually slaughtering a pig. I was there when we castrated them. Whoa. I was there when you... When you That'd be traumatizing when you go there and, and you're going to pick that pig because... And then you take it home. You know, you, 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 you gut it. You skin it. My grandmother would have a hot water boiling, start cleaning it, another pot with oil, and we would start slaughtering the, the, yeah. the pig. And the pig, certain meat would go to either to sell or a lot of it was to go back to uh, what do you call it? Like supporters. A lot of them would leave like buckets of slop on their posts. Mm-hmm. My grandpa yeah. would pick it up. And then when he would slaughter a pig, he would then give them pork meat. Yeah. Nice. You know, you know what I mean? Didn't you say you worked at Sizzler or something? Oh, too? back. That was my first, like nice, like first, like where I used my social security uh-huh. and all that stuff. Oh, dude, back in the days, back in the days when it was like, the hot little restaurant around here. I was trying to think. I, I was definitely a grocery store clerk type of guy. I remember being the box boy, bagger guy for a long time. Oh, but uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I did. Yeah, yeah. But you got a shitty job. <laughs> you know what? And it's funny, like the those uh, skills that you get at those, as that thing said, you know those bad, those uh, you know those tough jobs that they call it. Later on, they pan out, and then you'll get bosses telling you, "Man, you're a really good worker," or "You got good work skills," or "Man," and and it, and it could just be the way you maneuver a stupid pallet jack. I I think it's real important for especially kids, obviously, but yes. even adults to have many jobs. Yes, you know when you're stuck in one job. I don't know. I can I can sit here thinking in my head, rattling off. I picked garlic for a few summers out in the fields. And, you're, you're, uh, the, you're 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 uh, just kind of weird. You definitely get so much more kind of life experience when you move around a little bit. Being being a, of a certain ethnic, you know, an American of a Hispanic, uh, uh, what do you call it? Of uh, how how's it? Um, of Mexican descent, they call it. Around here, the people you see picking fruits and vegetables and cutting lawn are usually you know brown skinned people. <laughs> So when you hear about Anglo's picking fruit and vegetables, because I've heard Anglos. stories. I mean, you've heard you, you if you hear about the poor white people from the fifties and the six and the forties and the thirties, they they picked 
they picked because that's what you did. You know, that's that's what what else is there wasn't nothing other else to do. Well, back in the day, before I mean, maybe not in California because I wasn't here around then, but especially up in Oregon, the the kids would take over the fields in the summer. I mean, yeah. there there was definitely. Hispanic kind of Mexican guys that were, you could tell they were professionals. Yeah. You know, the kids were kind of idiots, you know, not doing everything right. You know, that we were having to be told how to do stuff by the, by those guys. But I remember that was a big thing in, in the summer times as you would go, uh, uh, bale hay or work in the fields, you know, and it was only for, you know, two months maybe. Yeah. And then it's not like you worked there for very long. No, you but, hear a lot of old country songs where the guys will talk about how, that's how they got their first like car was to go pick a couple of years, and that's what that, I did. That's how you earned a living. I, I got also, a yeah Honda Civic, nineteen seventy eight. It almost looked like a Volkswagen Beetle, like it was an old Civic that I got for five hundred bucks. Well, I I spoke <laughs> to awesome. an old timer who remembers going up to Oregon area in the early 80s. I'm talking about 81, 80, 82, 83, 80, 45, maybe about your era time, maybe maybe a little bit, maybe. It, and then later on, you know, he would go up there. And he would tell me stories about what you're telling me, that it was a lot of high schoolers picking fruits and vegetables. Mm-hmm. Well, he's like a third-generation uh, farm worker. Like, pick, like that guy can Professional, yeah. Yeah. Dude, he... If you ever see a, a professional picker, it's like any other trade. They're badasses and mm-hmm. they're good at it. So he remembers there was a gentleman who had a farm here and also had one in Oregon, and he wanted to take him up there and, and to work. And well, bro, he he starts finding out that he just the he, he's just blowing by all these people, these kids, you know, because he's this is what he does for a living. And then the year later, the boss goes, "Hey, do you know any more of you more like you that want to come up here and work?" Hmm. <laughs> because you know. Yeah, we're we're in a uh, kind of an issue, a little little pickle here with this because I was they're saying that two million there's over two million job openings and nobody's filling them, and it's been multiple weeks. You know, they're not being filled. Well, nobody's coming in. Have you heard the, the proposal from AOC about doing a uh, a pretty much a what do you call it a an environmentalist uh, peace corps kind of thing? And they're oh, arguing no. about that she's getting, I don't know how many, how much money, and it's pretty much is going to be kids going around working in the forestry and doing all this for environmental. And I don't Starting know how many, fires. I don't know how many billion dollars she's getting, and the opposition is saying, "Wait a minute, why are you doing these programs when there are jobs?" The reason the Peace Corps came around is because there wasn't jobs for you know people at times, and yeah, the. Uh, Forbes magazine did a really good, uh, right there, the first one, did a really good uh, uh, article about it. Oh, man. And she's getting this free money that they've proposed to make this so-called, like a a Peace Corps, but for the environmental, you know, uh, uh, what what are they calling it? Um, Climate change. Climate change. Yeah. uh, Core. Basically, that's what it is, climate change core. So does that mean they're... It's actually CCC. Uh, it says C-C-C-P. right there. CP. Uh, what is it called? It, it, she has her civilian, civilian climate, climate corps. Corp. There you go. CCC. Wow. And so she's getting all this money, and so now the argument is: Wait a minute, wait a minute. We have so many jobs we can't fu- fulfill. Remember the old president said 
when they were telling him, "Hey, that you don't like immigrants." He's like, "Are you kidding me? Do you know how much work we're bring, how much work we're bringing back to this country? Uh, come in legally. We want you here. Yeah, we well, want you here. They'll probably start the these guys off at seventy five thousand." Coming well, out of college or something, if you're going to go, don't, or they don't have to, because if you if you're giving them their food, if you're giving them money to live on, you're giving them shelter, even you might giving them even Wi-Fi, because you're giving them enough to just get by. See, the majority of people, like I can understand that that, that if you just have enough to get by, what more do you want? Yeah, and the the climate freaks out there, they they don't. They'd almost take no pay as long as they're being supported by either, you know, her or, you know, they feel like they're doing a good for the the world. So a lot of them will do that stuff, you know, for next to nothing. Well, it's like a church. It's yeah, like the it is. You're church right. Because huh? there's people at a church that, it, because you you get wrapped up in the, in the, um, the camaraderie. That you have this thing, you know, instead of... Uh, well, they're trying they, to they, change they got, the world. They, they, they got feelings... They got feelings. See, that's the that's the that's that's what it runs off right mm-hmm. now. It, it's feelings, you know. Yeah, there's that big fire up north. Uh, there was um, another the professor, the professor, the one that started the fire. There was the another article about a weirdo that start a was professor. starting fires, man. A progressive professor that, and the school's trying to say, oh, he hasn't taught here for like a semester. And like, okay, well, what was he teaching while he was there? You, we at least do. We're taking getting W's on these uh, teachers though, because that we, that one guy's gone. Although it's paid leave, I noticed. I well, they're union. Second of all, yeah. just like the drug enforcement guys, I don't care about the low bottom end. This feeders. is a good point. I want the, the principal. Uh, yeah, I the, want the, the yeah. whoever is proposing this. Now, not only proposing it, but implementing these these uh, or. Or allowing it to happen because someone and, had to see these flags. It's not like he and, took them uh, down or something when someone came around. They were sitting right there on the wall, the Mao flag. The, not, but not only that, the other teacher who proudly saying that they get up to pledge the, the, yeah. to the flag. She gone. And she claims that she hid the flag and that she uh, one of the students asked her about it. And she goes, why? So gleefully say, re, saying repeatedly. I have no idea where I put the flag. I have no, but but there's a flag over here, and it's a proud flag. And you're going, wow! So she didn't, you know, to pledge allegiance. He had to that one flag. too. He had a he had that uh, uh rainbow. He had, he had everything that's in contrary of what you may call. Uh, see the 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 what they use the word Americana or American family. It's just this. What everybody strives for is they have a family, you know, and it's sad. These people who, I don't know, maybe they never were able to have one. Maybe their family was destroyed and they want everyone else's family to be destroyed because, you know, one of those, if I can't have one, you can't have one or something. I don't know. It is weird, especially when you come at it from a religious angle. You know, it's, it's interesting to me how the churches tiptoe around this type of subject mm. the you know the gay um depends on the church even depends yeah on the church yeah there's still some churches out there that'll preach it but at the same time 
I, my thing, I come from the angle of, you know, uh, in general type of angle where it's, I believe everybody should have the freedom to do whatever they want to do. But if you're going to be teaching kids on how to succeed, we've talked about this before. You're going to be teaching kids how to succeed and be happy in life. You're going to have the template is the wife and kids and owning your house and all that stuff where, yeah, you can, you can be gay. You can do all that stuff if you're feeling that, that vibe, but, or trans trans crap. But the reality is, is that you can see the statistics out there. You know, they're unhappy. They're depressed. I mean, we're, I guess married people are unhappy and depressed too. So maybe, (laughs) maybe it's both sides, but you know, I, I, I believe a lot of the, the, well, in my opinion, a lot of the marriages give up before they they really give it a try. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be bumps and and problems in a marriage. You know, one it, it just takes one person to apologize, take the lumps. If you believe that that the the what you produced out of your union is worth it, you know, at the end of the day, if you have children. The BS between you and your old lady or, or or whatever doesn't matter anymore. What matters is those little kids because you're now trying to get them, you know, to not to hopefully repeat whatever faults you did. You know, if they're going to make mistakes, they're going to make new ones. Yeah, I mean, you definitely don't want to don't want to teach hate or anything. That, oh. I don't, but I don't think. You know, I haven't seen a lot of that. I mean, there's obviously people out there that are doing that, but you know, uh, yeah. I had a situation at school at my kid's school where I've probably brought this up last week, but uh, where there's a kid running around telling all the other ten year olds that he's a uh, bisexual. Yeah, and it's a boy, and he he runs around tippy toed and and all that stuff, but like. Why is it okay for a, a, I mean, if a kid was running around saying, uh, but this isn't, that new. just seems but like, this isn't new, Tyrone. <sighs> hey, this isn't new. I went to, when I went to elementary school here, I had, I remember in all the grades where you had boys that were always a little more feminine. Sure. Just like you had the boys that were more butch. But by the seventh grade, I remember it was my first time meeting a kid in the seventh grade. That was flamboyantly, like, already open. I At seventh grade, yeah, I thought girls were pretty, but no one gave me the time of day. This dude was flamboyant, like, very, you knew what he went. I mean, it was in, in 87, it was pretty unusual that this kid came with blue contacts. His eyes weren't naturally blue contacts. His way he spoke was very, he was, he didn't hide it. But in the seventh grade already. So it's, it's, yeah, it's no, that's always new. been, it's always been around. I just, it's more the open, you know, running around telling everybody that is, I guess, my, my issue. I don't care, you know, but, you know, my, my daughter doesn't even really know what a gay person is. I mean, she's 10, so she's kind of like, she doesn't even know. What a straight person is, you know, it's not like I've told her, oh, yeah, you got to be, you got to go get married and do all this. And I haven't talked to her about that kind of stuff. You know, maybe I should be, but that definitely prompted a conversation with her about this kid. 
And this that we've talked about it a couple times that uh this kid was a issue last year too, by the way. But wasn't but um we talked about how if you want attention, one of the best ways you get attention is by if you're a boy, say, is acting like a girl. You're gonna get a lot of attention doing that. You know, uh telling everybody that you're bisexual. <laughs> you know, you're gonna get a lot of attention that way. And we kinda had the conversation of but, but, you know, maybe he doesn't get a very much attention at home or, or you know, or I don't know what his what his issue is, but or anyway. both he and the parents like the attention. Well, the it's, a, you know, the it's a single mom. OK, maybe she likes mm-hmm. the attention. You know, you know, there's a lot of as as Je- Jesse Lee Peterson speaks about is the anger of women. And maybe she wanted a daughter and never had it. Yeah, Maybe, there is a lot of that. Or she, right now, it's like, you know, I drive the Subaru. I am uh environmentalist. I am wearing my mask. I have had COVID or I've not had COVID. I've done my social distance. I get all my groceries delivered. And my boy is right now transgender. And right now, so she marks all the things. Mm-hmm. I'm a single mother. I'm a this. Yeah, you so get all the boxes, street cred for having. Cred. Uh, you get those. Uh, what's that called? Virtue signals, uh, points by having a transgendered kid. Somehow that that makes you. Um, it, 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 it's no different. So weird. It's no difference like a young person that joins gangs because some of them join because girls like them and it gives them attraction. Some guys joined the gang because they like the admiration from the other guys. A lot of it's the admiration from the other homies that you can hang. So it's just fitting in. Yeah. And the same thing. It's just this whole, I want to be part of this group. Maybe that's that's why it rubs me wrong so much is I've always been the type of guy, and it's probably not the best, but the type of guy that blends in, that doesn't want to be part of a group, you know, that kind of wants to, you know, stay quiet in the corner and watch, you know, versus be running around kind of being an idiot, getting all the attention. I've never been that type of um, personality. So maybe that's why it kind of rose me the wrong way a little bit, but I don't know. Mm. I didn't think we'd get along, but turns out we kind of agree on everything. Your, Your racial, racial identity, identity is the, the most, most important thing. thing. Everything, everything should be looked at through the lens of race. race. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Damn. We both have a lot of opinions about people of color, even though we barely know any. I say colored people, but as long as we're classifying them, we both. This guy, one guy's got a racist. <laughs> one guy's got a woke shirt, and the other guy's got a racist uh, shirt on. Okay, this is, uh, think what, minorities are a united group. Think the, the same and act the same. And vote the same. You don't want to lose your black card. Sorry, I don't know. I just think we should roll, roll back, back discrimination laws so we can hire based on race again. Jinx, now you owe me a Coke. Hey, tell them what you told me yesterday. White actors should only do voices for white cartoon characters. Been saying that for years. Stick to your own. Us white people, we have so much privilege. I agree. It is a privilege to be white. Ask him about interracial dating. <laughs> All I'm saying is that black men. Who are these guys? This is a comedy guys. They're uh, it's called Ryan Long on YouTube. But there's two guys. These are these guys are always with uh, Awaken with JP. Okay. One of my favorite uh, <laughs> funny guys. Date white women have internalized racism, and white men that date ethnic women are fetishizing them. Guys against interracial dating now. Like, am I being pranked? Did Boomer put you up to this? 
Ugh, you know that taco place is white owned? White people should be making white foods like Kraft macaroni and cheese, no seasoning, not even salt. It's like he's a mind reader. I mean, I've been pushing for segregation forever and my man does what? I created an improv comedy show exclusively for ethnic people. Guy segregates comedy on my birthday. White people need to stop wearing dreadlocks and they need to stop appropriating black people. I, I agree on the Shame dreadlocks. Those white people with those nappy, nappy wannabe dreads, those are the wannabe woke dudes. Dude, they're running all over your state. Yeah, that's the hippie. Oregon. Well, it's a hippie thing in, but ain't that, in Oregon. Like they, they, but they, 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 that's like how they're uh, virtue signaling like they're down. Like they're they're not just down, but they're down. Yeah, you know what I mean. They're not. They're down with the colored people. You know, even though they live in Oregon and all they do is hang around with. But you understand, you man. Understand if me? if you've never, I just saw one. That's why. Yeah, if you've never went to like a hippie city, they're usually in college areas. Man, but what is it with old it's, white white it's, hair, dude? It's dreads. like it's a crazy thing because it's uh like you and, said, and, and, and they're wearing a, what bandanas and they tie them. Down. Yeah, the Rasta hat or whatever. But, <laughs> but they, it's a way for them to signal to other people that they're not part of the culture like the you they're know not the average they're not the they don't white guy they don't go to work you know they basically hang out and they make furniture all day i don't know what they do make art yeah yeah well i i i had one at my homies uh, at my brother's uh funeral my my his friend's sister her hit her her man was that he was from in from oregon hmm. and i saw that and then yesterday i saw I, I was riding my motorcycle and i saw a guy like that and you're like you know that's all about just like how down I am, how, you know what I mean? It, it, it's, I, and to me, it's just, that's some nasty, nappy hair that, dude, it ain't, that's cultural appropriating. That's like, that's, you, that ain't your culture. Dreads ain't your culture. Dreads ain't your part of your, what, what's up with that? Yeah. You know I feel I mean? like the, the black people do a different type of dread, but. It's almost as nasty, nappy looking thing yeah. too, dude. And eventually, from what I learned from black people, it gets nasty and it gets more nasty because you don't want you can't wash it. Yeah, and it gets really where they start falling off on their own. <laughs> they don't talk about that. Uh. Well, do you want to do some news? Do some current events? You got the you got the theme song ready. Go over here and do some current events. So what do you want to talk about? Well, just go down the list about uh, Andy No once again. Andy breaking no. news, everybody, but that oh. Wee Spa, that Wee Spa incident where the guy was yeah. slinging his junk around in the women's shower room, yeah. an changing update. room. An update. update. You want to go up on it? Here we go. We got an update. Got update. It? Yeah, okay. it turns out he's a scumbag. Man who claims to be a trans woman is wanted for five felony counts of indecent exposure after we spa incident. Uh, updated in update in the shocking event wherein episode biological male or an exposed biological male walked into the private woman's only changing room at we spa in Los Angeles and showed his penis to a group of women, including a minor. Uh, the mainstream media opposed this incident as an anti-trans harassment against a biological male instead of indecent exposure, as the women alleged. Andy Nego, or Nego, the editor with Post Millennial, the publication that broke the original story, exported or excuse me, reported for the New York Post that on Monday, 
charges of indecent exposure were discreetly filed against a serial sex offender for the Weespaw incident following an investigation by the Los Angeles Police Department. Yeah, and they, they definitely kept it quiet. It was that Andy No guy that had to dig that up. You know, he did the research on it, and otherwise that, we probably wouldn't even know about it. Let me read this. The report goes on to say that Merger, that's the name of the gentleman that exposed himself, is a serial sex offender who is currently facing multiple felony charges of indecent exposure separate in Los Angeles. Um, and, it's, and it's list continued, and it continues about his other... Uh, back in 12-30-2018, uh, Darren was arrested for an indecent exposure incident in which he exposed himself to women and children in the women's locker room in the West Hollywood Park that Sheriff Bulletin read. Merger claims to be a trans woman and therefore led a legally allowed into the women's only area according to California law. Merger told the New York Post, if you go into an area where you're expected to be nude, there has to be an indecent exposure exemption. <laughs> So this guy, this person, this uh, merger gentleman, well, he, he ain't his first time. It, it's the argument that everybody had about these laws. That's going to transition from that over to, it looks like Obama is running ads for Governor Newsom. We had uh, Kamala Vote yes on the recall, guys. Remember when you go into it? Yeah, dude, get go him. Go to the polls. Get him out. If you want more Show lockdowns, them. you know, they, they basically phrase it as if you don't vote for him, they're, you know, Larry Elder's going to screw up the state and make everybody sick. But if you honestly, if you vote for the governor now, if you if you vote no, you're going to get more lockdowns. He's going to do it again. I guarantee he, you. He, he, brought in, he brought in Pocahontas. He brought in, um, what's his name? The one that has a wife was caught um, embezzling money from a university and has like four homes. Um, his name uh, Sanders, I think. And then um, he brought in um, Kamala. What's her name? She's the vice president. And now, Camel Two. Now, the ex president. I wonder how much. What, what do you think it costs? What, what, they're out of all, all that money. Out of all that money, they're that, all buddies, though. Nah, they are. He, There's a picture no of all three talking. of those no, guys all way. hugging uh-uh. and chumming it up. That guy. That guy got. I don't know how many million dollars from the teachers' unions, uh-huh. from the service unions. You don't think they want their cut? I mean, a Martha Vineyard mansion ain't cheap. You know what I mean? You don't. You don't. You don't. No. No. You, yeah, like I mean. It's kind of funny because they're talking about Biden coming out here and campaigning for Newsom also, but it's almost like you wouldn't think that they would want that. You know, it's almost like, hey, get out of here, man. We don't, you know, you're not doing so well in the the public polls right now. So you coming out here. You guys, (laughs) we have to wake up, guys, in the next election. uh, It's called a midterm election and and, uh, really look at our local politicians and Start really looking at mm-hmm. the changes. We should talk about maybe getting to school boards. We should talk about yes. getting to uh, uh, city council. 
seats because the only reason many of these people continue to repeat their seats is because they don't have anyone that run against them. There was a bunch of uh, local guys that were running for governor. I know there was a, a Ventura guy, a real estate guy that was running for, I think he was a YouTuber, running for governor. I know no there was a really pastor. Was, yeah, but no one was really like, uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe because I because I know the governor, the, the the mayor of San Diego was running for the seat also, and he's done a pretty good job. But I still haven't heard the explanation about the hepatitis outburst that they had down in San Diego some years ago when they were pressure washering the whole city. Oh, you oh when yeah, pressure washing, pressure washing the whole the city. Sidewalks. You guys remember that? Ugh. And they didn't out. They didn't tell anyone. Um out in the public about it. And as we know, that city, I, I dig that city as much as anybody else. And the tourists there, no one, they didn't tell anybody. They were pressure washing the whole city. Look up the articles. Yeah. They cleaned up, uh, Santa, Santa Monica and, uh, Venice beach and all that stuff. They did clean up all the homeless tents down there. Where did they move them to? I don't know, but they only did it once. Newsom, you could tell he was like, oh, crap, dude. Like, I might lose this. And well, then this was just within the last month they did all this cleanup. But no one's talking about... But, yeah, the, they probably just shoved him no, around no, the corner. The growth of our local government, our, our local um, city government, have become larger in property ownership where uh, they're buying old hotels and using them as uh, pretty much like bed and breakfasts for these people. Who many there, there's you know in that bunch there's always a few that are just ready to change but the majority don't and they're just using it as whatever and that's what they've been doing and who's owning the land the city the city's owning the land and they're there so they're becoming government's getting larger and larger and and like you use you used to use that word this is going to be the king's land now oh yeah that's you know? agenda twenty one yeah uh, agenda twenty one I think there's an agenda twenty Thirty two, something like that, where it's everybody's got to get off the land and be in the cities, it, it, dependent it, on the government. Well, you remember how before you you would hear stories of uh, when Henry Ford made his uh, first bottle teas and, and encouraged people to go camping. You were able to just pull over pretty much at the side of the road wherever you liked it and camp. Now we're told you're only allowed to camp on this ground and on this ground. But and when they get pulled up, you can't. And then you'll see, like, if you go up to our mountain, you'll see all this bare mountain where you can camp. But you're oh no, no, you're not allowed to mm-hmm. camp there. Only on these designated land that you're allowed to camp. Yeah, what's, King's Land. What's crazy? I've been drooling over Class B uh, RVs. You know, oh, those, you know those like Sprinter van. Yeah, yeah, dude, those are freaking expensive. So nice. Mm-hmm. Well, but the thing is with those is you can get a ten year, fifteen year, twenty year loan. And guess what? You can write off the interest because it's got a sink and a cooktop or whatever in a bathroom. You can write the interest off on that. No it's like way. a second home, you know? Really? But uh, the weird, the bummer is, is that every there's so many people buying these RVs. You can't get them. They're sold out everywhere. You can't even go look at one. I went down to the the dealership down here, the biggest dealership we got in Ventura County, and they don't even have models to look at. They're like, well, we might get one next month. You want me to call you? One. 
you know, they got a list of people, but the, the main thing to this is that, uh, all the sites, all the campsites are booked for eight months. Yeah. So you can't, even if you got a cool RV, you can't really go anywhere with it. You know, you're kind of stuck at leaving it in storage or whatever. No. And and a lot of, but that's, I'm starting to think that's the future. I'm, I'm liking the the looks of it. I'm going to put it on the podcast here, but I got maybe 15 years before I retire, something like that, if I ever can. But I'm I'm going to hit the road in one of those uh, Class B vans and then just grab my bike and hit the road, man. Yeah. Sounds so fun. Yeah. And well. the, the cool thing with those Class Bs is you can park anywhere. Yeah. You know, and you're not as a... You're no, a little more really concealed. Nice and they're accepted because they're such a nice little vehicle. Well, it doesn't look like an RV. No. You know, it just looks like a van. Even, even there, there's, but the, 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 and the really Down nice by the river. Them, yeah. <laughs> no, and what's nice about them, they're million mile motors. They're usually Mercedes diesels. So it's just, they're made on their truck chassis. So yeah, it, it's, they went up at being kind of awkward where now they became really sought after. It's still pretty awkward. I mean, you're. It's not something, the only reason I can even say that is I'm a pretty much a single guy. So if, if you had a, a wife or a, even a family, it would be tough, you know, in one of those, the, the van style ones. I mean, of course they got big ass RVs, but if you're wanting, you know, you and the lady and two kids in one of those vans would be tough. You're, well, you're going to be fighting with each other and. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people who actually do live like that, man. There's people that are living in just their cars, like their cars, yeah. their RVs. That's uh, a that's a thing vans. on YouTube. I I've uh, I used to uh, uh, hang around with people who had one foot in society and one foot in like the river bottom people. Yeah. And you know people that that's how that they have full families living in conversion van guys. I gotta get the clip here. Let me play it one more time. <laughs> it's so good i can't uh, believe i didn't uh record this clip well you know and yeah. now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about first off i am 35 years old i am divorced and i live in a van down by the river <laughs> In a van down by the river. There you go. <laughs> That'll be me. <laughs> the good, the thing is, though, is you, uh, you, you're 65 or whatever, and you got your e-bike, your electric bike. Yeah. Got your but did, van. But did you have to get two bikes though? You need an e-bike, and you got to get a, a a conventional bike because when you don't have no place to charge that battery, you still need a a bike bike. You know. Yeah. The batteries are kind of an issue. That, yeah. I worry about the the nice new Sprinter vans, the Mercedes ones, and how they can just shut that stuff off remotely, you know, with, like, the, the well, OnStar setup. Or the, I, I, we're like, you're not complying with society anymore, Ty. We're just going to shut your van off remotely. Well, and, and, the, and, the, and the, what do you say the ripple effect of that is now the prices of older vehicles a lot of the older vehicles that are, you know, in the 80s, 70s, whatever, the price, if you go on the auction sites, are going crazy because of the same reason. Yeah. Because 
They don't want to deal them. with those cars. They don't want to deal with those cars with all these gadgets on it. Yeah. They want these vehicles are just, you know, because of the control. It's going to be a weird future, you guys. I I got a buddy that's paying $2,500 for a two-bedroom apartment in, yeah. th- in Thousand Oaks. $2,500 for... And that's because it's in Thousand Oaks. Dude. But um, the rent here in this state, and, and they're pro- they're trying to get the rest of the... The nation, there, there's a. It seems to be like there's a global plan of trying to. How do you say, level the playing field in the wages and the things, but the cost of living, man, the cost of living in the state is just. But you know what? They've been saying that for generations after generations. You know, but look at people somehow scrounge together and pay twenty five hundred dollars a month, dude. That's so crazy, though, it's, and it's that's probably on the low end, you know. If you're, I mean, I don't know if I mean there's there might be places for eighteen hundred, but twenty fives, you imagine, know, there's a. Imagine oof. how strapped they may be. That's not even a house, dude. You know, oh, like and, and and then that's on top of that, you have a car payment, insurance, kids, and yeah. blah, and the blah, the blah, and that's why they they then you have a chain to your job because you can't leave it. <laughs> Oh money, owe money. Oh, did you see the South Park episode Uh-oh. and their Amazon thing calling it a company store? <laughs> no. Oh my goodness, dude! And it's just about how you know they're going to work and working like ten hours, and their families are falling apart. But then when they leave, they get out of work after doing all that stuff. The Amazon package shows up that they ordered. And so they're basically working, you know, at Amazon and ordering things from Amazon because now you can't get anything from anything of your local vendors because, you know, you got to get it on Amazon. And so his paycheck is pretty much just going, yeah, that's it. Bike parade? I don't need to be reminded every 10 minutes that money's tight. I'm sorry. It's just this new job. It can be such a grind. You work too hard at that place. Kids these days just don't understand how much their parents break their backs to provide. Working for Amazon, yes, South Park Edition. You're driving carpool today or not? Gonna get down factory before the hell. Goodbye, Linda. Don't let that place work you to death. Some people say a man is made out of mud. A poor man's made out of muscle and blood. Fulfillment muscle center. And blood and skin Amazon and bones. A mind that's weak. Yeah, okay, this is our future guys in our town. Here we go. Moving boxes around. Is it a weird thing what they call it the fulfillment center? Like it just <laughs> seems like it's like. Uh, what does he call this sheep? His, his uh, rocket, what was it called? The, the sheep? Something sheep? I don't know, but fulfillment sounds depressing. It sounds like you're going to get everything but fulfillment from this job. Oh, man, I don't know. I've never worked at Amazon. so you imagine? Uh, uh, well, if you think about the growth of that company, what else would you think about, you know, about yourself? Imagine the, the egotistic. Did you hear um, OB? Sorry to cut you off. Did you hear OBDM? uh we were talking about who was it on? Um, oh yeah, we were supposed to talk about uh, podcasts and stuff that we listen to, media and all that. But anyway, here we're talking about 
how I think he said 40,000 square feet every week is going to be opening up for retail on Amazon now. So now, now not only they're going to have their warehouses for fulfillment for the website, but Amazon's going to start opening actual brick and mortar stores to walk into. Yeah. No cash. You just, you're going to be able to pick up the item and supposedly oh. you're going to have to use Apple pay or Amazon pay. Huh. But See, but isn't it the the same thing that corporate America has always done is that they'll basically start something and then kill the competition and then come out with the same. I mean, their whole business was and the whole argument years ago about Amazon is how they were destroying brick and and mortar buildings. And now they're investing money in brick and mortar buildings. It's like that's their plan. That was their whole plan the whole time. Yeah. I mean, you shut down the economy, at least shut down the small mom and pops crush them for a year and then move into the, after they've gone bankrupt and they have to leave, you move your Amazon store into their brick and mortar store and open up shop. Look at they, they, instead of while they have been expanding their own distribution centers and their capability of distributing, buying distributors like uh, whole foods, using distributors like the post office, using other dis- distributors like independent uh, package deliverers and everything. And little by little, they're going to be breaking those guys off because they're making their distribution bigger and bigger. Basically, they don't want to, they're not, they don't want to job anything out. They're going to want to do every, they want to control everything. Imagine that they're going yeah. to control the distribution, how it distributes and how, what do you call it? The, is it distribution too? Where the selling point, the con, the the point of sale. Mm-hmm. So everything, the where they where they uh, get the material. That's the Rockefeller. Distribute it, yeah, and then distribute, and then yeah. uh, What's that? Uh, I think you're right. Point so of sale. Point yeah. of sale. Is that the correct term? Yeah. There's um. I don't know if I got it queued up right though, but I just learned this the other day. Oh. Yep. So what they do? They created a model using books because nobody gives a fuck about books on how to create the system to sell stuff through the internet. And they just worked out the kinks with books because nobody cared about books. Yep. Oh fuck books! Dude. It was fuck beta. Books. books not, well, they took let's down. Forget, they took down also his, uh, uh, Barnes and Noble, uh, Borders bookstore. Mm-hmm. Remember when that was like the big thing with bookstores? All of a sudden there was. These mega bookstores and all these mom and pop Not bookstores anymore. were crying about how how all these big book chains like Borders and again through, even those are gone now. The only the, there's I'm, like I'm one. I don't I'm know. surprised and, and that they still in business. Uh-huh. I don't know how they still in business, but this, I think this is coming up. The part that surprised me. Uh, it's called a Kindle, Kindle Fire, uh. and and look at how much a hardcover book costs now on Amazon. Yeah. Possibly the is this our Alexandra right here? Sorry Possibly. guys, I think I queued yeah, up dude, the wrong right spot. They, they they've even started because, like Sam said, well, this now, is not and, about business. Twitter didn't make money for like fucking half a decade. But they're right? saying Bezos's dad couldn't agree we're more. Back, we're back in old school, like ready to go door to door, you know, email marketing because we just lost the platform that the whole world is sitting on. And when people say that that's fair because it's a private entity, no, it's not. Because ah, people- I'm going to have to look it up. Bezos' dad was connected, though. I think he was uh, either worked for the government or something. 
Anyway, that was No Mercy Podcast. That's a great podcast if anybody's looking for new podcasts. Well, it's like Tucker Carlson, man. His dad was in the military and was in TV. You know? I mean... (laughs) Oh, dude, what a poor-looking guy. Yeah, now I'm... Now I'm frustrated because he he says it in this this podcast, but I don't have it queued up, right? But uh, anyway, I wanted to go through No Mercy Podcast is an awesome one. That's with uh, Tommy G. Uh, You want to listen to Quite Frankly, that's another great podcast. And then, of course, the old standbys, No Agenda and OBDM, Our Big Dumb Mouth. Those are great podcasts if anybody's looking for uh, new listens. What what do you what have you been listening to or watching? Anything uh, over there? I'm a I'm a big uh, Tim Tim Pool guy. Yeah, I know. And I'm I need also, a boo. I need a boo uh, sound effect. Uh, boo. Oh man, dude! Didn't he jack like his co-hosts? Didn't he like take the whole format and um, like it was him and his maybe his brother? Really? You never heard of that? No. No. Yeah. Hey man, I didn't I didn't throw I didn't I haven't talked smack about your podcast, man. I know. Damn. I shouldn't putz. <laughs> but uh on on um on YouTube, like I'm a big Act seventeen apologetics. It's a, a YouTube channel, the wonderful channel that really educates you about uh about the world and the and the persecution of Christians and what is it again? It's uh, Act Seventeen Apologetics. Okay, huh. it's I showed it to you last time. You know they have a couple. YouTube's really been attacking this channel, uh, trying to take them down. It really exposes a lot of the of the persecution and the the one sided part of the news. As we talked about, uh, oh, you sent me this one. I yeah. haven't I haven't watched him though. The, Dang it, I Exposing the the leftist side, not not just the, in politics, but in in the same media, the same news, they've picking the side in, in religion. They they've backed up the Muslim faith. They've allowed him to. His channel has been stricken down <laughs> when he puts out uh, videos that uh, uh, that that how do I say question the Muslim faith. And they're allowed to just send him strikes and and bring down his channel, and we're all under Sharia law now with well, our masks. Well, because you got all these jihad, these keyboard jihadists out there, man. That, well, that they you, they've been infiltrating these jobs. You can't. You got to wear a mask if you go outside of your house. That's a rule now. That's Sharia law, right? Yeah, we're women. No, but they for everybody now. Now, yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. unless you, you got money, then you can. You don't have to wear one. Uh, yeah, we can go eat at restaurants and not, you know, you don't care. Miss, um, miss, we can go to fundraisers. Make sure you go. To, remember, the only places that you're not, you're not, you don't need to wear. If you're a donor to the Democratic Party at one of their dinners, you're not allowed. You don't have to. Wear. Yep, it doesn't. It doesn't uh, spread no. through no. Democratic. That donors. donation somehow takes away the infection. You know, the capability of being infected. You know, just remember that. Give that money, y'all. That money, yo. Joe Biden. Joe Biden. 
But uh, that, let's do a little break, and then we're supposed to talk about our whole, the whole thing we're supposed to talk about is 9-11. It's coming up, and all the conspiracies and shenanigans with 9-11. But uh, maybe we'll have to come back and try to do that. You know, yeah. What do you think? Oh, I, I'm, maybe I'm down. We'll, we'll talk about cons- the other conspiracy theory of uh, COVID. COVID. And are we going to talk about the the... The, the the one subject that has not gone away, the news has tried to to pretty much exterminate it out of any news feed, any any uh, what you call uh, whatever they call social media. The election count still in um, Arizona. Okay, it's yeah. not over yet. Remind me of that. It's not over yet, guys. Believe that. You're talking almost a year. You're talking about we're going mm-hmm. into the ninth month, and it's not over yet. And this is serious. It ain't no BS about Maricopa Russia. County, Arizona. Yeah. It ain't about Russia, Gate. It's not about... Th- this is real. This is serious thing. This is You're talking about mm-hmm. the ninth month. You know... And that means that this guy still... His election is still con- contested. You know... It's still contested. We've seen a few Q- coups. I was going to say Q. We've seen a few... Coups over the last year. Uh, well, they talked about a coup during the Obama administration. Well, they talked about yeah. that 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 group. Anyways, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna leave you hanging with this. Okay, and yeah. we'll come back. Tell China we know they trying to play us like some dummies. I looked deep into it and I did the math. Why did Obama send money to that Wuhan lab? What is George Soros doing with all of his cash? Why did China take that Harvard guy and drop him a bag? Why is there so much propaganda funny, you ask? How about that? Thanks, Bryson Gray. Listen to Bryson Gray. Ah, welcome back, everybody. This is Good Times Culture Podcast with uh, Hollywood and Mutt Dog. Oh, OG Mutt Dog. OG Mutt Dog. Uh, we're just well, going through some of this nine eleven stuff. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. The 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 one of the things that killed me right off the bat. We got to promote everybody. Um, sorry, I got to. I forgot to promote our show. But make sure you um, try to share our show or leave a comment. And uh, man, get a hold of us and get on the show with us. We'd love to uh, have some discussions with some people, and you can yell at us and tell us if we're doing it wrong or whatever you want to do. Yeah, and the, and uh, to repeat to what uh, well Hollywood there is saying, uh, word of mouth. Please encourage, you know, I know that uh, last week everyone was taking some time off and our listeners went down a little bit, uh, but... Uh, a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you know, we don't like to share numbers because, you know, 
the IRS that are on, you know, tax purposes. Yeah, we don't want to brag, you know. We don't brag you know, we're the fastest rising. You know, at one time we were the fastest rising show. Look at, look at. Look at that, though. Jeez. <laughs> anyway, back to 9-11. Hey, uh, whatever. We're, we're steady. We're coming up on 20 years, you guys. Everybody knows this. Not of the show. No. Good Time Culture Podcast not been on the air for 20 years. No, no, no. no, no. We got maybe 20 no. episodes. But. No, 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 no. We, we got, we got, we got, uh, what is it, um, 9-11, huh? But uh, I always had a problem right off the bat. Well, I shouldn't say right off the bat. It took probably three or four years before I was like, wait a minute. Uh, box cutters? They hijacked airplanes full of people with box cutters. Well, that was pre-Marshall. But They're, what weapons would they have to fight against? Uh, I mean, a box cutter. I mean, dude, that thing. There was a... Uh, Remember there were there used to be these little uh, Mori Povich episodes, these uh, uh, Sally episodes of these people that uh, would get into fights like in the bus stops and everything, and then they just bust out uh, a box cutter and cut your ass up pretty bad, man. It, it was I, going on for a I while. Hope you're, I hope you're being sarcastic. No, there. Look it up. There used to be. Some I know. For I a know. While. But dude, come on. You, you got your family on the plane. Yeah. You're a father. You got yeah. your family on the plane. You're going to New York for some tourism. Dude, have you been cut with a box cutter? Allah Akbar goes crazy and is waving around a box cutter and is like obvious that they're going to hijack the airplane, right? Yeah. And you're just going to sit there because you're scared of the box cutter, dude? Well, dude, you could have a, a uh, crocodile Dundee knife and that... Shit ain't going to stop me from trying to save my family. Are you kidding me? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense to me. That, no. that whole, I mean. Well, but they did. Just from the get like go. That. Well, according. To, why was that brought up on only one airplane? Remember the one that, uh, if everyone recalls, the one that fell into the Pentagon? Supposedly that, or the one that didn't make it. It was heading to the Pentagon, but it didn't make it. According to the report, was because the passengers took over the airplane mm-hmm. and it made it, you know, and it crashed. I think it was heading towards the Pentagon, mm-hmm. and then they brought it. That was the only airplane that didn't make it through that airplane heading towards the Pentagon. If I'm correct, if I think that was its, its direction it was going, that one the passengers did take it over and they did make it. You know, they they made a big deal about it. That but was the only they airplane. didn't make it, though. It no, still crashed. But, but that was the only airplane that the passengers did, or at least the report says that the passengers did what you said. I know, but... But I thought they, they the passengers did get up. I, I wasn't the story then. But changed. no no planes landed. No. So they didn't... First that they sounds like a... Huh? They detoured it. Detoured it. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean... It, it, it reminds it, me it, of the moon landing. <laughs> it's like the sad, the sad part that, that every year, no matter who, who's been in office, it's it's been a uh, a soapbox uh, day. You know, when people stand up and and they become self righteous and 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 it's never 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 why 
never the explanation with with as you said the 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 explanation of the buildings falling down was because of the extruding or what the high heat from a fire and the, the heat on one floor from the fuel yeah from the fuel that it landed on the material and it ignited everything and that that in that fire was enough to melt metal or steel remember steel not metal not just yeah. an ordinary structural steel and a pretty much a hundred percent of the steel too this is one thing but that, they, weren't they also saying then later on that it didn't have the fire retardant coating that it was supposed to have that they cut the corner i I wonder if the reason that everything whether the airplane whoever there's so many fingers. So many reasons. Yes, the airplane crashed. Why did these buildings didn't stand up the way they were supposed to stand up? Was that the faulty material originally used in the building of the material? No. And those people got away with it. We know about the corruption in any city that you have to get permits. Anyone who has to get, who has gone through the process of getting permits. Dude, the corruption. Okay, uh, this I'm one sorry. thing. One thing I can talk about, and f- I feel like speak from authority is steel. That's one thing I can go. Okay, I know for a fact that steel doesn't catastrophically fail and fall in on itself and implode in on itself like that. That's hmm. not how steel works. It bends. It warps. It shifts. It tilts. It does all these things, but it does not drop right into itself into into a perfect little you know in the into its own footprint just collapse yeah you know that in fact, I don't even know if cardboard would do that like if you if you built a replica with cardboard and lit it on fire, it still wouldn't collapse in on itself like that it's gonna tip over it's gonna shift it's gonna move around and well, and to me i think that's that's always been the biggest you know it looks and you know and what happened to all those demolitions that were everywhere in the 90s you would see these uh building demolitions constantly people would be taking down buildings and and that's exactly what it looked like to me was a demolition you know what i mean there a theory wasn't there a theory that there was also explosion in the in the bottom of those buildings because of the depth of some of those and and how no one was really allowed to go into what was it called the the center what was that center called before remember oh uh, world trade center yeah but that whole oh. you know the whole that whole area collapsed and they called it uh, ground zero yeah and the the investigation yeah they imme- immediately trucked all the debris off and dumped quickly. it into the ocean and they supposedly so out of sight out of mind to so that a country can heal at one time there was even a proposition of, of putting a uh, uh, a mosque there yeah I remember that all that that's all and, just to distract and, you I think but and there was always the 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 theory there too because that land where the trade center was that church that was there was a pretty sacred church in the history of America too, where 
I think that's George, another distraction. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that George Washington. There's so many well, after 20 there, years. There's a there's a couple good ones that I always liked. Uh, obviously, like I said, the the obvious demolition, in my opinion. But the multiple drills that were going on. Do you hear about any of these? Yes. Okay. So there was a, a NORAD drill. I want to say, I, and I think because you told me about it. Yeah, there was there was actually two different hijacking simulation drills going on on the same morning that there was a hijacking of airplanes. And what ended up happening is, and I should look it up because there's lots there's lots of like uh, audio of this of NORAD, and I don't know if it's the Navy or whatever, but. Where they're basically, maybe it was traffic, air traffic control, but they're talking to people going, hey, is this part of the drill? You know, I'm seeing something over here. This, you know, And, and they're like, no, that's not part of the drill. And I, they scrambled aircraft because that's another thing that's supposed to happen. As soon as there's a, a hijacking, you know, in a city like that, they're supposed to scramble these aircraft and either escort it away or shoot it down or whatever well you know they called those jets off you know i'll i'll i i, I don't know go go, go with yours you know well i was just i mean shouldn't there have been a couple f-15s like following these jets into the city like that but there was no there was zero you know footage of jets flying around you know, escorting these these uh, giant slow ass airliners. I mean, if anything, there should have been a jet following the airliner. You know what I mean? Like a yeah, like kind of keeping an eye on it. That's that's what their whole job is is to make sure there's there's not unwanted people flying in this airspace. And yet, there was no there's none of that. But why? Do you think because those buildings were so close to each other, the target was easier, but they didn't go for like the famous buildings, you know, like the Empire State Building, and they that, that, they that, left those monuments up? That goes to the insurance claim. That goes to... Um, and, and you have the, to there's a lot of things that go into that. Assuming that goes into another one. Those airplanes, you know, it could... Because they said that a lot of them, oh, they just went to these local mm-hmm. uh, flying schools... And all of a sudden, it takes, I don't know how many hours of flying experience. Mm-hmm. I remember pilots talking about just to to become a commercial uh, pilot, you know. Yeah. Uh, and these guys had the capability. So are they as, they're not as difficult to fly as these people say? No, I, I'm convinced that, um, that they were remote controlled. So they mm-hmm. either, they were either able to, that these guys think that they could do it? No, they were controlled by someone else. And then the terrorists were blamed for flying them into the buildings, but they were actually remote controlled from somewhere else in, fl- and flown into the buildings. That's well, what I think. I I, I want to agree on your theory about the, me- the metal, the material. Of course. Because this is not the first time that these buildings have had airplanes crash into them. There's, yeah, a, story, there's a story that yeah. in the 30s, there was an airplane, a pilot screwing around, you know, with an airplane during, you know, because they would like to buzz those buildings. And he 
flew into those buildings and same same thing you know he flew into it and started the fire but those buildings didn't collapse yeah you know so yeah yeah the, the, way, just, the, the way the fire enclosed everybody too is like from both ends remember there was no way out from the people from the bottom to the top they, they, they were trapped yeah I, I i don't don't be sorry i just i i don't buy it, it just reminds me a lot of the moon landing and maybe this is gonna turn a lot of people off but that this the same thing with the moon landing in my mind where people are unwilling to accept that there was a giant lie about that and so they just kind of keep rolling with you know they don't want to have to to admit that oh jeez man i got uh, i got duped hard on that one how do you how do you come to your public and tell them yeah we lost all the footage yeah how 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 or or what what, what incompetent yeah. of a of a government we would yeah or we haven't went back 60 years, 60 plus years, and we haven't went back to the moon. And the two men who lately out of their pocket supposedly flew up there didn't even go into space. I don't know. That's it's to me, it's just it, it's you know, the drives me crazy, but I, or to, or did we or or okay, so is there a international space station then? Sure, yeah, I think so, but it's like, what is it? It's it's barely outside of our atmosphere. In fact, I'm not even sure if it is. It might still be kind of in our atmosphere. You know, it's not. It's not like it's hundreds so of thousands they, of miles away or something. It's so they're not. They're not really breaking through the uh, ozone layer. I don't know if it's the ozone, but uh, you know, there's a certain point where. So is the ozone layer true? Or is it, or is that theory different? Not yeah, true. I'm. I don't know about the ozone. Because I've been putting stuff. hairspray in my hair for years, <laughs> dude, and I'm like, no, it's supposed still there. But there is a the Aquanet too, the good stuff. There is a a, a strong. I'd call it like a force field, but like a strong atmosphere around our Earth that does protect us from a lot of the radiation and. You know all that, all that crap that's floating around. Yeah. Anyway, get back to the nine eleven stuff. We're <laughs> gonna bring the space. Uh, yeah, well, to me, it's just I, I bring, only bring up the moon landing because it's one of those. It's it's hard for people to come to that that conclusion in their mind where they got lied to, and they bought it, and then now they have to go. You know, just like I was saying with the UFO, if a UFO landed in the backyard right now, we all saw it physically. It's right there that there would be people that the next day would be going, eh, I don't know if that's what it was. It was maybe something else, you know, because they don't want to have to change their whole, you know, view in the world and change that because it's kind of an ego killer. You know, when you're like, oh, geez, I was, I was lied to and I bought it. Yeah, you know that's a hard. I I I get why he would do that. Okay, so the age old question right now that gets asked: flat or round? Yeah, I think that might be a distraction too. Tell you the truth, mm-hmm. I I do know that most of the 
images that we see are CGI images. If we well, see space stuff. I, uh, years ago when we were still reading newspapers, they would have ob- obituaries. And I was astonished this one obituary took like half or a complete page. But when you see the accomplishment of this gentleman, you're going, oh, wow. He was the first gentleman that I guess he worked for. He lived in our county, too. And he died in our county. And he was the first pilot to see the crest of the earth where he saw where he flew up enough where he able he was able to see the radius of the earth. He didn't say he broke the moon. He was just, you know, aircraft, like like fighting aircraft or whatever. But he saw, this was part of his, uh, what they showed his accomplishments. Many of the jets, really interesting gentlemen, uh, or at least what he, they claimed he saw. And there didn't seem to be a reason to lie about it. It was an obituary. But he saw the radius of the earth, at least on an airplane. Some people call it the camel hump. You know that the earth has like a camel hump. Then there's the one that's really the flat earthers kind of in a way, the theory. Yeah, I don't, we're getting off 9-11, but oh, I do, okay. I do well, like I, it though. No, I like this talk. Uh, what, what was it? A thousand years ago, everybody believed the earth was flat, right? It wasn't it the Catholics that persecuted people that started to go, well, you know, why does, uh, you know, well, I can't remember the exact thing, but they basically, they wouldn't let you talk about anything but the flat earth. Well, then they got the, the, the queen, the queen of, of Spain to, to pay for a gentleman's, uh, uh, travels to the Western world, right? It wasn't the Catholic Church at first. Anyway, people... It the, it, it, leave, do, you know, do, you, do, you know, do you know what the other theory is? About? Leave messages with your favorite 9-11 you, conspiracy theory, people. Okay, so 9-11. So, you have, you have also the conspiracy theory of Bin Laden. And that, no, 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 honestly, his, that the reasoning for his anger with the U.S., the theory that he was a trained CIA, uh, his his uh, militia group in Afghanistan was actually a trained uh, guerrilla force by the CIA or, or our military to fight. We all know the story of the mm-hmm. Afghan, the Afghan uh uh, Russia, R- Russian. Basically, they. Yeah. It's always been called Russia's Vietnam because yeah. it it was a, just a crazy war. And there's the theory of of that the U.S. government did him wrong during that war, and that his because during that time when they were hunting him down, his family's he he also came from a very or comes from a very influential family because. I remember reading articles in, I believe, Rolling Stone, or I can't remember what magazine it was where they were talking about his family, that he still had brothers at the time, at the time of all this stuff, when this, that he still had brothers living in New York or or, or 
Boston area, something like that, where the business, very high end family. The, the man came from, from as you said, as a background in in his families were were interwoven into some pretty crazy stuff. There's a lot of theories about that, about how this was. There are so many things interwoven to this. As they start, un, it's like an onion, man. They start unraveling it up, and you see there's so many hands. There are so many. That's what I think about this whole uh, this whole thing with the president going crazy and going nuts and letting the country go to heck in this whole world. It's this how many hands were in this, um, in, um, uh, was this thing that uh, his son was all into? Energy company, what is it called? Uh, yeah. Uh, um, what was it called? The Ukrainian Ukraine? thing, yeah. And how many governments, and they were talking about the Prime Minister of England, they were talking about Prime Ministers around, they were some dirty ass princesses, and they were, this was such a big old money grass. Um, what's his name? Um, the 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 Mormon dude, what's his name? Um, Romney, Rodney, Rom, Romney, Romney was in it. So then you had the Epstein house where you had all these freaking pervs going over there doing you know their thing, and then this happens. It's like as soon as that they're about to get snagged for something, or their truth are coming out, they throw all this at us. Just like the 9-11, all, we, you, if you look at what happened in 9-11, if you look at the stock market, September 10th, the economy was going to crash. You you had the country coming out of a bubble recession mm-hmm. from the dot-com companies yep. that, dude, it killed this thing. That was all fake money. All you had to do is start a company. We could have started goodtimeculture.com and we would have been making money off the internet, off the stock market exchange. And that bubble crashed, and the market was supposed to dump. And then what was the best thing that happened for them? And all of a sudden, the economy woke up. Then the housing economy, blah, 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 and here we are today. I mean, there's a lot of, like, what's your what's your conspiracy? Those are my, what I've heard about. There's definitely a lot of economic stuff to it, for sure. They, there was people shortened the airline companies i want to say the day of you know they were shortened american airlines what do you mean, what do you mean? where you you betting on the oh, stock, on the stock to go down oh. and it wasn't just a little it was like a lot you know they there was uh you can kind of see the average daily shorts on you know these certain companies and then that day it was a uh, you know tenfold shorting going on Enough to give eyebrow raise, huh? I don't know. I mean, there there was uh, there had to have been people in the know, people that knew that it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, I I always have problems with the drills happening at the same time. That's the big one for me because that's happened repeatedly in our uh, in our history where they were running some sort of side drill where it kind of confused people. What well, it doesn't seem like our our economy can. We've, we've heard this theory, I think, for years, is that our economy needs war to 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 justify, you know, the, the, the military, the investment in the military. Enough to, because now, 
with all these vehicles, supposedly, all this equipment, all everything that was left behind, what does the military right away needs now? Replenishment of supplies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So guess what? No agenda was talking about that. Guess what? Oh, and I haven't even heard about Dude, that's how good I is, bro. OG Mutt Dog. Oh. Anyways. So yeah, they it's, were, it's, it's that, that money how you're gonna okay now and so if what, you bring that all that happen? if you bring all that stuff back, then you can't you don't have to have like a massive rebuild. You uh-huh. know what I mean? So yeah. All the lady re, because the Humvees are already there. How old are they? Twenty years old? That's an old design. Man, some of the stuff looked pretty new to me, but Well, I mean they're going to be the what it is. It's all the money they put into it, all the armor, all the all the whatever equipment. But, 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 but. This is this is going to be a false way of keeping the economy stimulated, your stock market stimulated, your investments stimulated. I'm a little worried right now because we're at that weird point with our stock market right now where it's you know what i mean like right now Something has to give right right now would be a good time to do well with for the, them at least to do another little shenanigan like that you know what i mean well kind of scary what you're constant talking we we talk a lot of stuff off the air that i wish we would record but we talk about the blockchain um supply and i was playing hollywood uh uh Uncle Tony, a, a YouTube video, another channel shout out about cars and everything. And then they're talking about the supply chain. And there's a big buzz right now in in hobbyists, in just auto, auto mechanics across with really bad material. Like Ollie was talking about, uh, about material. We were were looking at a video about a a brake drum and how before a a, a brake drum used to be able to get it red hot or whatever, and and if it would get stuck, you can get a hammer and hammer, and it would come out, and it wouldn't split. Well, now you're getting these these rotors, brand-new rotors. You put them on, you torque them on, and you barely use them. You were showing a pair of rotors that the crosshatches weren't even gone. And the, the material just broke. And Hollywood and I were looking at the material, and it looked like it was just some cheesy-ass tin material they pulled out of trash cans. And they're talking about how just to get simple rotary parts for your Nissan or anything are getting difficult to grab. And they're all waiting on bows to come off, and yet they're cut. And what we're getting, well, you, you've seen it, Hollywood. You've machined some of this material. You see yeah, how cheesy this stuff is. Cast. Right? Cast iron, ductile, they use pretty much anything. Anything. So the um the tensile Ghana, the tensile is gone is bad on it. Uh, anyways. Ghana uh no, Guinea. G- Guinea. Sorry, I always say Ghana. Guinea just had a coup. Oh. And I sent you that link. Uh, this oh, is, because of the, the the material, right? Yeah, it is considered in Guinea. It is considered the world's largest high-quality iron ore deposit. Some 150 million tons, equivalent to about 10% of global production. Um, it looks like China is one of the number one exporters. 
That was where I I've immediately blamed China for this this coup. But then I thought more maybe maybe it was us trying to stick a wrench in their exports, you know, so they don't get all the steel. But I, I, anyway, uh, but speaking what, what, of steel, I just I'm sorry, I I I, I cannot accept that a steel framed building would collapse in on itself unless the whole frame from the top to bottom, pretty much from top to bottom, doesn't have to be a hundred percent, but pretty close to a hundred percent melted in on itself at the same time. How, how many years? How does it do were, that? Do you, are you, do, are, do you know on top of your head how many years that building was standing? For? You know, it was an older building though. I do know that. Uh, and there was a massive insurance, like a over a billion dollar insurance policy, if I remember right. So, oh, trade. This is a World Trade Center insurance. But the, what were you saying about the people that died from the dust and the? Uh, yeah, they've said that more people have died from complications from being around the dust and debris than actually died, you know, up to this point. So it has been 20 years, but died actually in the trade centers. From from material that they might have breathed in. Yeah, they, they said the glass, all the glass pieces, the dust, the asbestos, all that kind of stuff. And they're to... Wasn't it the, I thought they were fully funded. I'm not sure which administration, because they were fighting for that for a long time. Remember when they were trying to give like an, pretty much like an open funding to the victims of the survivors of those, because I think they were fighting for their families to continue to get like their widows to get their, their pensions or whatever, you know, whatever fund, you know, the ones that fell victim to this. $3.5 billion insurance coverage for Larry Silverstein on the 9-11 towers. He owned the building? $3.5 billion. He owned the building by himself? Or was it a company owned? No, I think it was just him. He owned pretty much all three buildings I think he owned. He owned World Trade Center 7, which we should never forget about. Because that was a building that never was touched by the airplanes that collapsed in on itself, that housed the, I want to say, Secret Service. They were oh. they had all the, the government a bunch stuff? of government agencies and in there. And that building, nothing happened to that building. No, that building fell in on itself. From it was one of the only buildings to f- fall in on itself from a fire, from just like a normal. And, and it didn't get uh, structural by an fire. Didn't the airplanes didn't touch it? And how did the fire? St- they didn't even know that either. Uh, they said de- just like you, you were hearing a debris from the towers fell and started a fire, and then the <laughs> file cabinets caught on fire. And the guess what so was what happened to the sprinkler system? The file cabinets all held um, all the paper documents from. Uh, I don't think it's the CIA. I think it was Secret Service. Uh, a bunch of other agencies, though, and, and one of them was uh, maybe the SEC. Whoever investigates, because it was the all the Enron documents were allegedly housed in there, also. 
Wow. And all that stuff burn up. There was a certain point where, uh, how many people, how many rich people have, have, how many, how many people have rich people have killed just for their own pride, huh? Well, I mean, if you have a lot of, a lot of evidence of, uh, shenanigans, it's a good way to, and this is, if you think about it, this is right when computers were taken over. So they, they needed to kind of get rid of all these hard copies. You know what I mean? It's much easier to control information electronically oh, yeah. now. Oh, you yeah. can you can kind of get rid of that stuff pretty yep. easy. Where the paper stuff kind of sticks around, tends to stick around. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I don't know. The World Trade Center 7 was a big one that always kind of had a... Uh, always stuck in my craw, too, because uh, people would say, oh, well, you know, it was debris that caught on fire. So So what... You know, everything with the two towers was that it was because of the fuel. You know, there's all this fuel that leaked out and that caused these super hot fires to be able to melt the steel, right? That's that's what most people kind of, well, that's how it happened. But World Trade Center 7 didn't have any jetliner fuel in it, and it fell in on itself also. So that kind of throws that theory out the window. Yeah. Uh, I mean, unless you're going to say paper fires are able to melt steel and like i i say over and over again wasn't just able to melt steel on four or five floors no pretty much all the floors had to have the same amount of heat for it to collapse in on itself without leaning over without i don't know but but no way but what wasn't the also the argument was that the way the building collapsed is because that's what it was designed to do Mm hmm. There's a there's something. I don't know. It wasn't Giuliani. Because, it, it because was, it's supposed to be designed for that same reason. Because that's how they allow so many buildings to well to because otherwise yeah. it'd be a tree and then, it'd be a timber and it would then, take other buildings. Then bring that up. That's my thing. Is if bring that, tell me that, and say, well, these these have you ever heard that? I've never heard that. That oh well, these buildings were were intended that if there was ever a fire, that it would collapse in on itself and it wouldn't tip over and knock over because the other buildings. Isn't that the same idea? But nobody's of, ever said of that. The <laughs> Japanese buildings, those real famous ones that are for earthquake, that if they do collapse, they kind of collapse on on, on top of each other. You know the stories. I, I I thought that's what that's what the design was, but the argument. No, was they're designed exactly, to move exactly what you sway. said. Exactly what you said. The heat that was generated there, no way could have been enough to to do what they're saying. To change the, the what do you call the structure of molecules in the steel to to actually melt it. Because I mean, if you if you put metal into into a piece of fire like in your barbecue pit, that's why your 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 Weber doesn't melt. You know what I mean? Look at how hot. Look, how hot do you think you get your Weber up? 500, 400 degrees, 300 degrees? It doesn't melt. Uh, Larry Silverstein said in interviews that he usually spent his mornings at the top of the tower, uh, World Trade Center North. Uh, however, on the morning of September 11th, he was at a medical appointment. So he wasn't in the towers. Pretty convenient. He was at a medical convention. Uh-huh. 
No. No. Anyway, I, I don't know. I wish uh, we had more people uh, giving us messages or... Because I want to know if there's any other conspiracies that you know. Of, I don't. I don't buy the laser. I don't buy because oh, a lot of people say like uh, energy weapon from space type of thing. Uh, I, I my thinking is the same with uh, what was what's going on in this moment in our society. I I, I believe a lot of the information that we're talking about, a lot of uh, credible information, had been suppressed. Even then, because mm-hmm. we had a corrupted media. Even then, our newspapers at that time were were really into covering up because this 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 took away the attention to take it back to the economy. To um, at that point, I I think uh, we were still recovering from Desert Storm. We still had things in Bosnia happening. We had our, um, I think it was Bosnia right under the Clinton administration. Mm-hmm. We had a, it, it, when was it, was Noriega too? Was that during the Ronald Reagan era or is that during his era? I don't know. A lot of interesting go- things going there. It just, it does remind me a little bit we want to go into COVID, it reminds me a little bit of COVID where at this point people are so invested in COVID and the story that we've been told that there is no way that they'll ever accept anything outside of that story. Just like with the moon landing, just like with 9-11. So all those stories are just given to us to distract us from the truth? No, well I think it's once people are told something Mm. you know repeatedly Mm. it's very hard for them especially if there's an emotional investment to it yeah you know where the moon landing was oh the russians are gonna kill us from space if we don't you know kick ass in the space race right so there was this emotional investment for people but and then same thing 9-11 massive emotional investment it's very hard to to go oh yeah we were tricked but what 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 and now COVID, it's very similar, right? Another emotional investment. People are freaked out, scared. Well, that's, that's the theory that we talked about on the last show. Uh, there's a, a theory, again, I believe it was, I want to say the late 1800s or whatever, when the IRS, the Internal Revenue Service was created, and they started collecting income tax, and they started, you know, and ever since they were created and we were doing this, we've had crises. We've had the Great Depression, World War One, World War One, Great Depression, World War Two. You've had then North Korea. You had Vietnam. You had Cuba. You had the Cuba that we had. We were still dealing with the Russians in the fifties. Remember that the Russians in the fifties. It was all that space race and all that in the fifties. Then you had the Cuba missile crisis then you had the hong kong flu then you had um i forgot what other flu they had at that time but the hong kong hong kong flu killed i don't know i don't know how many people i think a hundred thousand people or something like that they never closed down the city and then you had the gas crisis in the 70s you had the cocaine problem in the 70s you had the 
AIDS epidemic in the 80s. You had the Iran-Contra affair in the 80s, 90s. This is what I think is going to happen. What? Pay insufficient attention to the frightening scenario of a comprehensive cyber attack. So I think uh, I yeah. think very soon we're going to get re-traumatized. Uh, <laughs> oh, pretty with soon an emotional. It already started. With an, I mean, no, I'm talking like the internet's going to go out type of thing. Oh, you know, like that will freak everybody out, re-traumatize them on the twentieth. You know, around the twentieth year anniversary, and but, uh, well, and then they'll be able to usher yeah. in a new. Um, security state you know uh because that's what happened with 9-11 is it kind of kicked off this terrorism no well, it started, security uh, state it started what, what what's that group down it's called when you go to the airport the tsa yeah it started the tsa did and homeland security right yeah homeland they, well in the patriot act where the patriot that's what yeah, I was where they to. where they can basically have they continued still or are they it's they still, still oh yeah they'll never let that go they can basically get into any information they want at will well, we've been basically at war for 20 years. Same thing as that we've been uh, uh, emergency authorization. All mm-hmm. these things all... Yeah, I mean, it's, it is an interesting synchronicity that it's been 20 years and we just happened to pull out of Afghanistan 20 years later. Well, we're doing, we, we returned, remember? We sent more people back. Did we go back? Yeah. yeah. That's the other part with all the military air, military stuff we left. Is you got to have someone to fight. If it's just a bunch of dudes in tents shooting AKs at you, you know that's that's no fun. You know you you want to at least have some Humvees to blow up with your missiles, right? Well, was it no agenda? <laughs> How saying, fun is it to blow up a tent? Well, was it no agenda saying that uh, United Emirates was sending um, like pilots and people to teach them how to drive those things and. You know, because they're they're being allowed to 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 what do you mean work with them? You know, because now I guess we're going to start recognizing them as a nation, right? <laughs> they're going to be like Biden like, is because he's he loves the Taliban. Apparently, I I believe that everybody that's in his administration is the, is that same group that uh, Obama left behind. <laughs> you know that those those uh, Afghan those brothers. That the IT people knew that they. Started. Oh yeah, that was that's great stuff. That huh? was that was uh, Hillary's uh, picks. Yeah, and, what was that? It's the they're. And but but yeah, I remember all. Not that. only that, but it, 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 they had all these all these IT. That's why they call them keyboard jihadists because mm-hmm. all these dudes, their jobs is they're all IT dudes. Yeah, I sure hope not, there's not going to be any re-traumatization of the american people but it it i i see it kind of setting up for that they're gonna do something you know maybe shut the grid down maybe have some sort of cyber attack that that kind of messes up the grid in certain places at at this point you don't even know what which uh paul they're gonna swing you know which what what they're gonna every morning you wake up you go what what what's what are they proposing they do they do you you can see a lot of anger and frustration with the current administration so they could easily this would be a good time like you said economically that he's not liked you know it'd be a real good time to basically do something that kind of gets everybody behind him again you know 
Well, you see all the states that pretty much uh, supported this administration are right now crumbling. Oh, man. And many of them, if, if our state, if everything is true, if the momentum is, is, is correct, if the star power that our governor, current governor, is, is bringing in to counter the, the impeachment process, Recall, not impeachment, but same thing. Yeah, pretty much the same yeah. thing. <laughs> no, it's going to be a, a fun. It, 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 it's we a, only got a week, I think. Right, it's only a week away. The fourteenth. But you you see all this 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 six days this grandeur. I mean, it, imagine this is a gentleman. It, it just shows you who he rolls with. Shows you who he rolls with, man. Yeah, he's a and, and imagine if they so lose crazy. this day. And if this state supports this administration is supporting this president, he supported the the what he did in Afghanistan. He's been supporting the administration. And then if you lose Oregon, the outskirts of Oregon, uh, all the police officers, all the outskirts mm-hmm. have been have been uproaring now yeah. against the the against the Portland mandatory. And, yeah, vaccines, they're like screw yeah. you guys. You know, they're like we're not the city. There's a bunch of counties. I, I did hear state of Washington. Same thing happening in the state of Washington. I heard L.A. the police union in L.A. I don't know if it's a union, but the police in L.A. and the fire department in L.A. It's the same thing. They're saying they're you know we're not going to do that. You know, this is a free country. It's your choice. Uh, it's kind of interesting that the the sheriffs, I think it's the sheriffs of each county, are the ones that have that that well, power. I, I believe with with if it's true with all the police officers that have been quitting, they can't afford to for officers and firefighters to say the same thing as the nurses that have been saying. You know what? And 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 once again, it looks like the nurses are going to be the ones with the cajones, huh? The only ones really walking off the job. You have our brothers in Australia, the truck drivers that really went and blocked the the areas, really stood up against the mandatory. And they they have no weapons, guys. They they have no way to defend themselves. Make sure you look up another source uh, for a lot of good information. Is uh, Rebel News on on YouTube, and and they also have the uh, an app, really, really good international news. Well, what are we going to do now? I don't know. Call it a night? Yeah, probably call it a night. I was wanting to talk about the ivermectin scandal, but I think everybody's probably already heard that. Joe Rogan lived, eh? That, and they lied, uh... Been, they lied and ran with the ivermectin. People were sick and were overwhelming hospitals, so that uh, the gunshot, gun shooting people couldn't get into the hospital. No. That was all BS because the hospital put out a statement saying, "No, we're we're not overwhelmed at all." Like it's already proved that it that it there was from the beginning a counter a cure. Or something that would work against this uh, COVID, and the, that was the only reason because the 
pharmaceutical companies were saying, no, 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 there's no alternative. Yep. They were allowed to have an emergency uh, authorization. Yep. And the reason they don't want uh, Ivy Merck Ivory, ivermectin ivermectin is because they say it's only like what 50 cents and in uh yep. the world uh health health organization told india that they have to, that basically that the little packet of uh ivermectin and basically what joe rogan took mm-hmm. you get them in india for like two dollars a packet mm-hmm. and they take that in it in it and it's recommended on the the, the who and the cdc all their websites it clearly states if you're coming oh. in and out of countries that, you know, you need to take, it's like a dewormer and then you got to take this other and take ivermectin. And that's supposed to like basically help you get in and out of a country and not bring in parasites or bring in viruses. It's right there on their website. You can go look it up still. You, another great source that we've been, I've been writing a lot of notes and hopefully they'll be coming out soon in our shows the CDC website. My goodness. Hmm. Why? They propose things and <laughs> you go into their, you do more, some more research and they're like, oh, they, they can't really implement these things because it goes against these by, bylaws and by rules. Hmm. It, it's an interesting read. I mean, if you're ever bored in your bed there, don't know what to do, go on their website. Look, it, it's, um, it's free. I don't think any, that's the other thing. It's annoying. And and I've gotten on my, my mom about it before. And I know she, she's okay. She's actually on board with a lot of conspiracy theories, but when you let people lie to you and bullshit you, like our, our folks, you know, are the boomers, you know, with JFK with, like I said, the moon landing, there's been many of these uh, it was the Gulf of Tonkin. There's been many of these times where they lied to us to get an emotional reaction out of us, and nobody called them on it. I'm sure there was lots of people calling them on it, but but in general, the general public didn't call them on it, that it just emboldens them and, and allows them to do this again and more. You know, and that's, that's where I, I get frustrated with the boomers sometimes where I'm like, dude, you know, like, well, because- you didn't, I mean, <laughs> you, you got, we're, we're kind of counting on you guys to to protect us, at least talk about it. You know, my mom never never once told me, yeah, the JFK thing, eh, could have been something else going on there. Or the, the moon landing thing, eh, could have been something else going on there. Well, my my mom were, never told me any of that stuff. Because they were uh, too busy making sure that we had our uh, three, you know, Three meals a day. No, but guess what? No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Come on. No, no, no. But to 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 just say, hey, they didn't think about this. They didn't direct that. A lot of the information that we know now, they weren't. They didn't have uh, access to it. And in fact, AM radio maybe would talk about it. But you know how AM radio used to be. It's like our show conspiracy theories and they talk about all this stuff and no one took them seriously. You know, they, they, you just would accept if the government told you this is what they did. That's what they did. You know, you, you accepted, but you were too busy moving on with life dude. make too busy. Um, 
making sure that we grew up to be, uh, how do you say? Uh, uh, Sheep? Uh, no. Uh, the word is uh, productive citizens. You know, that we become productive citizens, that we're not in jail. You didn't end up in jail. I didn't end up in jail. You know, we have a family. We, we, we try our best to raise them. And at one time in life, that would be considered a successful life. Just to know that your kids, don't, there's a point that they don't need you anymore. It was considered a successful life, but now that's not, that's not enough anymore. You know, now, now because of all this stuff and all these uh, wacky ideas, people can't just enjoy that simple thing anymore. Well, it, it, it can't be that anymore. I, I know I'm telling, I'm telling my kids this stuff. I'm not going to let them grow up without, I'm not going to let them grow up and buy a bunch of bull crap that the government's going to spin on them. No but way. But you're going to teach them. I'm not teaching them anything. I'm just telling them, hey, be be aware that they could be lying to you. Well, yeah. Did my mom tell me that? (laughs) Well, maybe in her own way. I love you, mom. (laughs) But, dude, come on. Maybe in in her own way. I mean, my dad, you know, at the same time, too, there was a a generation that believed in the government, that it was doing good for them, that it it had its best (laughs) interest. Same thing, that's the same ideology that communism is that you're thinking or or COVID care of you or COVID. Yes, yes, yes. This 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 fabric here, loving government. This fabric here that came from Taiwan and China, China, most of them changing. This one here is going to take care of me. This little fabric, put it on, put it on, put put it on. This is this will protect you. LA's vaccine mandate, but now. Oh, can I see your receipt real quick? And let me touch all your parts real quick in the cart. Let me scan them real quick. Oh, now you can leave the store. The department has said that we can seek medical exemptions if we so choose, if we can. That is a pie in the sky. We can even try and seek some kind of religious exemption. But they know that they have end runs around those. No one at L.A. City Fire would go on camera to address this. A spokesperson wrote... While we respect the individual's right to his opinion, he's not authorized to speak on... He's done being silent about the city of L.A.'s new vaccine mandate. This is tyranny. This is about freedom of choice. My body, my choice. This is the L.A. Fire District Chief, Fire District Captain... I don't know. I, you know, my, I love my dad too. I mean, rest his soul and stuff, but my dad was, you know, my, both my parents were hippies. So they were, they had to be against the government at one time. They were all about just, just getting along and kind of doing their thing. Like you said, just, you know, having a good life. And, and, but what happens when you do that is you don't pay attention. (laughs) I, 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 I think we, um, we, I, 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 a lot of the time, bro. If I, if I may say this, this is another, uh, this is ending, but one of the things that parents, I think, try to do with your kids is that you try and protect their innocence. Because I've, I've listened to a lot of recordings from interviews of, 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 of grown men of our parents' eras, and they would talk about these things just like we're talking about. This isn't new, but 
and the effort of trying to keep your kids innocent. See, that's the thing that about this world. Like you're telling me about about what happened with your daughter, about how she was introduced to the word racism and all that. Mm-hmm. All this whole job work you've done is that your daughter didn't know this because you're protecting her innocence. Some people consider that as weakness. As a parent, I, I consider it as something beautiful, and that's your job. The world is going to uh, pre- uh, introduce itself to your kids quicker than you think. And I agree with you that we have to, along the way, we have to coach them and, and help them, you know, to make the right choices. But, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you if you want your, want your kids to be led to slaughter willingly, then, yeah, you don't tell them about the dangers out there. But, so. I, but there comes a time again when, yes, but... And an effort, again, of keeping the innocence of our kids, which is so precious, so beautiful. And the truth will come out. And when that comes out, you know, but... But by like, the... Like, like, like that time, you... you I, used to, I used to remember the very, very, very first show. They banned the we, truth, Dario. Remember the very first show that, that you and I recorded? And I put that monster... Uh, clip on and the word beaner came out and i and i was sitting in the living room with my son watching that show a show that i have enjoyed watching since i was a kid having to explain to my son what a beaner meant (laughs) is the same thing as you had to had to explain to your daughter about what a racist meant you know i had to explain to him sooner or later life exposes itself something like this here OG Mud Dog is the number one beaner. Remember that. When you look think about beaners, you think about OG Mud Dog. <laughs> and Good Time Culture Podcast. So let's just shoot ourselves up with big pharma toxins that have never been approved and never been successful and are still showing signs of, well, first of all, you need a booster. You know you we're two. getting shadow banned. And then that one might not work. And then you might up? need another one. And by the way, you still get it. And by the way, you still spread it. And you have to continue to wear a mask. And by the way, close down your business too. Like, no. At, at what point does the goalpost moving, the two weeks to flatten the curve, we're running out of respirators, respirators are in the trash, ships are, you know, Floated into bays so that they can handle the overflow that never comes. I just had the person I unfriended. <laughs> they must think we're done. Oh, I had yeah, I got that one too. I, I loved uh, Joe's rants here. Good time, scratch your ass, surviving. Good time. What do you think? Wrap it up. I think we got to call it a night. If they really think American citizens are dumb, I don't think I don't think we are that dumb. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, I doubt anybody's listening to this point, but uh, if you are, I love you, mom. Sorry for talking crap, but uh, come on, people. Tell your kids what's really going on. Tell them, guys, slap some mouth. Let some ears be filled with some good time culture podcast. Tell a friend. 
Wednesday night, it'll come out Thursday. Recorded Wednesday night, Thursday. Among this dude, they fertilized this field, huh? Yeah. We're gonna have to change locations, dude. We're gonna have to pick another strawberry patch. Yeah, the strawberries are about five pounds each now. They're gigantic, and they Huge. they don't taste like anything. They smell funny too. They look pretty, but they're sour and full they got, of they pesticides. Got like, a, like an interesting smell. Anyways, what should we go out on here? Well, you're the DJ. Yeah, I'll go back to my. Uh, Bryson Gray. Just to impress all of these people, that's probably fake as well. All right, good time, nation. God bless you, each one of you. You pray for me, and I'll pray for you. Yeah, let's all pray. It's definitely needed. All right. Take care of each other. I think it's cool to take drugs. It's popular to be depressed. So people have pity parties. Disguise it as mental health. Then go to a therapist instead of handling it themselves. Then they end up hooked on pills, and so is everyone else. Uh, Bryson, that's hate speech. They say I'm that maggot rapper, ain't no capital Bible thumping every chapter. Bought a maggot chain and bought a A off of the chain. Snatches offending everybody, ay, like it was my hobby. And they hate me cause I drive them crazy, call me Ricky Bobby.